Welcome to the Intentional Encourager podcast, where each episode brings you compelling conversations and stories designed to entertain, enlighten, and encourage. And now here's your host, Brian Sexton. Hey everybody, Brian Sexton. I am intentionally encouraged when I see people doing business the right way. And for the last 15 years, Damon Burton and his team at SEO National have done just that. Now you might say, Brian, what can they do for me and my business? I'm going to tell you what they can do for you. They can help you understand search engine optimization. There are a lot of players out there in the marketplace, but you want a team of people that are going to be dedicated to working with you and helping you to understand search engine optimization and how you can show up higher on search engines so that you can bring more revenue into your business. Damon and his team are full of integrity, honesty, decency, and trust. And if that's important to you and that encourages you, I would encourage you to give them a call today at 855-736-6285 or go to seonational.com and get a free quote and tell them you heard about it on the Intentional Encourager podcast. Get ready for a dynamite conversation coming up right now on the Intentional Encourager podcast. And welcome into the Intentional Encourager podcast. I'm your host, Brian Sexton. Thank you for joining us again today. Hey, trying to work on the lighting a little bit. I'm in the, I'm in a hotel room in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, as we record this. I had a killer background. I have a baseball stadium behind me. And so I, I we, we may show you that background here at some point during the podcast. But I've got a guy that I've been looking forward to talking to for a good while. He is the host of the Johnny Tacos Show. And you can get that podcast wherever you get podcasts. But uh, I am going to let the cat out of the bag. See, a lot of times what people don't understand in radio, sometimes you use radio names. So Brian Sexton is my radio name and my real name. But my guy, Johnny Engel, joins me today on the Intentional Encourager podcast. He is Johnny Tacos. Johnny, how you doing, man? What's up? I'm just chilling here in beautiful Waxahachie, Texas. And if you don't know what Waxahachie is, just think of the superconductor that almost happened here in the United States of America. Oh wow! I, I th- there is uh, there's a song that the Tallahatchie Bridge the day uh, was a there was an old song that I, I forgot who sang it, but it was like the day Billy Joe McAllister jumped off a of Tallahatchie Bridge. It's like I'm I'm dating myself. I I know that. I think that's a different state. I think Tallahatchie is in Alabama, I believe. I I don't know, man. Geography's hard sometimes, you know? You know, um, yeah, I see that you're in Oklahoma. You must have brought this rain that we needed. (laughs) I don't know about that. I know one thing. I know it's hot here, and I know that people are used to get. I was walking down the street a little while ago, and they were like, yeah, it feels like 104, and I'm like, when it's this hot, does it really matter if it feels like 104? Because, well, you know. I, I mean, it's hot. All you have to say is it's, it's hot, you know? Yes. It, it goes from comfortable heat, and uh, you better stay in, indoors or you're going to burst into flames. Is there? Listen, Johnny, is there really any such thing as comfortable heat? That well, kind of sounds like an oxymoron to me. Well, I hear it all the time, like in the uh, drier states where it's a dry heat, it's a comfortable heat. And I'm like thinking, it's heat. Anything heat to me is very uncomfortable, unless if it's between like two pieces of bread. Well, yeah, there you go. There you go. So, or a taco. 
or taco exactly so let's start here let's talk it let's talk about the johnny tacos podcast tell me how you got started and in, in, in the kinds of but here's where i want it here's what i want to know people say well how did you get started or or what the what the idea was and if you want to go there that's fine tell me something that surprised you about podcasting that's either been an unintended benefit or you said to yourself i didn't think podcasting would be like this well that's a good question to ask you know i stumble upon podcasting because i listen to uh three doors down podcast uh, a lot of murder mystery and it's kind of weird because my podcast is different than than the the podcast i usually listen to and when i came onto it i thought well i'll just make some funny noises and do some shows and then put on there but then i realized you know what i can actually do something i can actually use this tool for for what i'm doing now my ministry yeah. which is to uh show hey jesus loves you doesn't matter what type of music you listen to doesn't matter oops i get it <laughs> hey man you're not the first one that that's happened to in a podcast listen i've got my phone next to me and, and i am prepared at times for my phone to go off so yeah uh, it, it's funny you know but let, let's dive just a tad deeper here you, you right. mentioned okay you mentioned you, you like different types of podcasts and things like that and i think sometimes podcasters feel like that they have to do a podcast similar to what they listen to have you ever felt any pressure to kind of go hey maybe i need to take my podcast in this direction because i like to listen to x and i think people might like to listen to that I like the fact that you are you listen to different podcasts than what you do yourself. I think that speaks to the kind of person that you are. You know, I I thought about doing that. Don't get me wrong. I thought about, hey, I could do a murder mystery and maybe, you know, get a huge uh, line of listeners. But truthfully, in my heart, I had other other uh, supernatural talking you know jesus um god everything was speaking to me hey there's not an awesome podcast with your voice and with your your sense of humor on my side of the bench yeah and i'm like you know what that that is correct now um i could have went totally secular and i could have went towards everything there but what's the fun in that there there is no there's no uh, roadblocks. There's no walls in there. There's nothing that you can, that you would have to tackle to show that, hey, Christianity can be fun, can be awesome to learn. And just because of what background you are, you know, if you love Jesus, show it the way you can and the way yeah. I can through my voice. Well, and, and the thing about it is, is, is that a lot of people come to podcasting in different ways you know as i said on your show for me it was doing live radio for a lot of years it was doing public address for a lot of years and and working that side of my voice johnny for you it's different it's like hey listen i want to use my voice to encourage somebody to help somebody 
things like that. In doing your show, was there a blowback moment? I've had him interviewing people. and Well, I'm not saying interviewing people, but having conversations with people. I've had it to where somebody has been on with me and something they said just kind of blew me back in my chair. Like, I can't believe they trusted me enough to share that. Take me through one of those moments in your podcast, either that something you said blew you back, because sometimes that'll happen, or something somebody else has said that kind of blew you back a little bit. Well, I interviewed a writer, a Christian writer, and uh, you know, I have to be, I have to tell the truth. I didn't get a chance to read the book. So I didn't read what was all about the book. I just read the, uh, the footnotes. So, mm-hmm. you know, everybody, I used to go get by through school on footnotes. So I'm thinking, you know what, I could do this. It's a footnote. So I went over there and I told her, I said, you know, welcome to the show. You know, how are you doing? This book is awesome. I read this book and all that. And then now like, well, you know, I'm just excited about reading it. And she goes, well, it was when five years ago I was raped and had alcohol and all this. I was like, wow, this is not an exciting book. I was thinking to mom, but she opened up her cell. So to me, and it was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to say um, you know, how to respond to some of that stuff. Like when she yeah. was as, as a young kid, she was raped, um, multiple times by family members. And then she was, uh, abused in her marriage life. And then she was, um, she became an alcoholic and all this stuff. And, and I'm thinking when I saw the book, I thought it was going to be like scriptures and yeah happy stuff is like i'm fine thank you and it had a little kid and the kid looked happy and it really it blew me away because she was able to open up a hundred percent on her life on on to a total stranger to total strangers the listeners and it, it made it a lot easier for me to be vulnerable as well on the podcast so it just made it stronger made my bond stronger to be in this medium because it it feels right now it feels that yeah. since you open that door and you got went through the little uh explosions and and the blowbacks and and you know tip always read the book at least half of the book before you give an interview to a to a writer Hey everybody, Brian Sexton. Prices are going up by the day. We've got to find ways to increase our household revenue. Now, a couple ways you could do that is, one, you could go and ask your boss for a raise. But if that doesn't work, I've got another way for you. It's my friend Joe Hart's program called Products for Profit. Joe's been a guest here on the Intentional Encourage podcast and told his story about how learning retail arbitrage changed his life, and he's been helping thousands of people change theirs. Now, retail arbitrage is simply this. It's taking a product and buying it and then reselling it online for a higher price, and you keep the profits. And guess what? Amazon and Walmart use third-party resellers every day to fulfill their customer orders. I want you to go to productsforprofit.com or productsforprofit.carrd.co. Get connected to Joe's team. Tell them you heard about it on the Intentional Encourager podcast and start making money today with Products for Profit. And now let's get back to more great conversation on the Intentional Encourager podcast. 
Well, and and here's the thing, Johnny. I I kind of look for people like that because it's amazing what people have gone through. And we're going to get into your story here in a little bit as well. It's amazing what people have gone through and how open they are to share because to your point, that might be something that I might not talk about. I have a friend that went through that as a child it, it and it took them a lot of years to be able to talk about it. A lot of years to be able to talk about it. And some people are just free with it because maybe this person had finally gotten free of it, right? Maybe, you know, the Lord had truly set them free and they were free indeed, as the scripture says. And then some people are still trying to find their way to freedom. But yeah, at least read the good, at least read a good portion of the book so you, you understand what you're talking about. And, and, you, and, you know, good conversationalists, I'll tell you this, good conversationalists can get through those interviews and, I, and and those conversations and I have no doubt you did you did an, an exceptional job with it is there somebody you'd like to talk to and tell their story because I think every podcaster is like man if I could get to this person and it might not necessarily be somebody that's uber famous or something somebody like that but is there somebody you want to sit down and have a conversation with at some point well you know I would actually like to have a conversation with an and the cardinal with a cardinal i would love to sit down and have a conversation with them and find out the whole um part of being in the catholic uh regime as well as just learning about what how the rigor uh rigorous i i kind of stumbled on my words there for a second but uh, now, dude, I thought for a minute you were talking about having a conversation with like a St. Louis Cardinal, like baseball player or an Arizona Cardinal football player. At, so you you're know. going to your sports love. Well, sports yeah, love. I know. Yeah. Well, I, you know, that's what I think of when when I think of a Cardinal. But no, I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. But, you know, that I, I, I did think for a minute. I was like, wait a minute. Is he talking about a St. Louis or an Arizona Cardinal? <laughs> forgive me i don't mean to offend those are they're like that are catholic or anything that's just how my brain works well that that would be like a non-famous person just to just to give somebody that the uh that are just curious about catholic catholicism and just wondering how how long did they have to go to school and they had they had the full to learn full latin and it's oh, crazy yeah. when you have to learn full latin and then I'm like, when I went to high school and they had Latin, Spanish, um, French and all that, I'm like, who in the right mind would just be fluently just talking Latin for, and then it sprung to me, oh, the Catholics do the Latin all the time. Yeah. I took two years of Latin in high school and that, that was, that was, a, and, and I, in a semester of it in college. So I don't know why I think I was just a nerd back then. <laughs> you, you, you like the, uh the uh romance languages well you know i, I what well, that was the only chance listen years ago that was the only chance i had at romance because i was not a good looking person there you know as i was growing up but no johnny i love what you said there about the the interesting because you know with a with a quote-unquote christian podcast okay you can hit a lot of denominal genres, if you will. If we if we equate denominations to musical genres, 
you could hit Baptist or Methodist or Pentecostal or Charismatic or Presbyterian or Lutheran or Episcopalian, whatever, cat Roman Catholic, things like that. You could hit a lot of different denominal genres, if you will. What specifically fascinates you about the life of a cardinal? I, I'm curious about that. Well, it, to me, they have the spot on, uh, like a shield against urges and temptations. They they cannot marry. Uh, you know, they have to have a, a vow of, uh, what is that? What is that word uh, when you cannot have sexual relationships? Celibacy. They, celibacy there we go and the first time in an intentional encourager podcast episode that the word celibacy has come up in conversation and it's uh, my man johnny tacos the word of the day (laughs) (laughs) it's uh different from my lifestyle growing up i'm like i'm thinking how can he have that kind of strength and that that will to fight the urges when i was younger you know i was like a uh, hormone crazed lunatic. Yeah. Oh, now that I'm yeah. older and lower testosterone, I'm pretty much like Garfield laying on a couch <laughs> lasagna. <laughs> no, I think you're hitting on a good point there, man. It's it's the discipline that they have to put themselves through to to get to that point to where they say, okay, for the rest of my life, I'm going to give up something that's that is incredibly natural to human beings and that's you know because you know people marry for you know they they procreate you know people have a lot of kids or they have a few kids or one kid like my wife and i did and that's the that's the desire of man and 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 i think that's fascinating have you have you always kind of thought about that or more so in the last few years of Man, I wonder how they just have the incredible intestinal discipline fortitude to to just walk away from everything that we would consider normal, right? It's normal to get married, normal to have kids, normal to live that kind of life. And they're walking away from all that. Well, I thought to myself when now that my older years and looking back, there was times in my life that I was like, Maybe because, you know, I wasn't always had this good looking face. So uh, I wasn't really the hit with the ladies back in high school to, uh, we'll say, first three years of college. So I always thought, well, you know, since I'm not doing right with the ladies, maybe God wants me to be uh, part of the part of a monastery or something like that. And because I was kind of rounded and I started getting a little Friar Tuck um, hairstyle. So I was like, well, maybe he's grooming me to be a part of that, that crazy group over there. Plus I heard they had really good wine and whiskey too. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, you know, and, and, and again, it seems like they, they live a peaceful lifestyle. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it could be a number of different things. So, let, so let, let's go there for just a second. What do you think you would ask? What's the first question other than what we talked about with that? What do you think? What else do you think you would ask a cardinal? Because, I, I mean, I would be fascinated, too. There'd be all these questions kind of swimming around in my brain. What would? What do you think would be the question swimming around in yours? Well, the, the question would be, like, how how can you have this, this 
strength, this this uh this uh, love to to God to actually put aside all the worldly possessions, all the uh what the world is given, you know, um the temptations, not just of flesh, but you know, of of thoughts, your your temptations and all that. How how what what brought upon that? Was it was it from an early age of school? Or was it something that God had spoke to you in your dreams? Yeah. What what made it um, revealing? Uh, what made the, the the choice revealing? Say, hey, I have to be a cardinal. I cannot just be a priest. I cannot just be someone who believes in God. I want to put all my hundred and ten percent of my blood, sweat, and tears into this. And it's just like with several other uh, religious. Um, sex, sex. Uh, you have like the the uh, Muslims. They have a uh, I don't know what their the high priest is uh, for for Muslims. But you go into monasteries with monk, uh, you know Chinese monks and their and their ways and how they how they go. And most of them spend most of their life not even saying one word. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird for both of us to not say one word. Well, it, it just it just speaks to the intrigue of life to where they have they have basically said to themselves, I choose. I mean, to me, that's ultimate intentionality, right, Johnny? I mean, because you're saying to yourself, for the rest of my life, this thing that is very natural to human beings is going to be something that I abstain from. Like like you like you were talking about a vow of silence, a vow of celibacy, a vow of this, a vow of that, where I am going to give myself over to something so completely that I'm willing to just throw this very natural human instinct, very natural human humans were designed to communicate, right? We were designed to communicate with God. We were designed to communicate with each other. We were designed to communicate, you know, it, it verbally and, 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 and non-verbally and things like that. And, and you're right. I think that would be interesting. Hey everybody, Brian Sexton. You know dreams are powerful pieces of intentional encouragement. We all have them. If you're a business owner, you've probably always dreamed of taking your sales to levels you've never seen before. I've got a guy that can help you with that. His name is Brad Norwood. My good buddy Brad has been on the Intentional Encourager podcast as a guest before, and he is a dream specialist. His company, Dream It Pro, offers incentive packages to travel to places such as the Masters, Kentucky Derby, the Super Bowl, even exotic places that you've always wanted to take your team, but you just didn't know how to do it. Brad's your guy. And oh, by the way, Brad's a certified bucket list coach, so he can help your team members achieve their personal dreams as well. I want you to go to www.dreamitpro.com and find out more or call him directly at 479-466-6907. And by the way, tell him you heard it on the Intentional Encourage podcast. Let's get back to more great conversation here on the Intentional Encourage podcast. What do you think, has there been a topic that you've wanted to tackle on the Johnny Taco show that you haven't tackled yet? 
because this format with intentional encouragement, this is guest driven and it's story driven and things like that. And a lot of people go to topics driven. Is there a topic that you want to cover that you haven't yet? Well, there, there is like several different uh, topics and they're very controversial. You know, I've already did one topic that was very controversial and I called it the A word. And people are saying, what is the A word? Is that a cuss word? No, it's it's what's going on right now with the Roe versus Wade, the abortion. And yeah. I did it because it, it had to be talked about in a Christian way. It had to be talked about in a loving way because I, I myself was a product of abortion. She almost went there. She opened the doors. She was going in. God intervened, told her this is not right. And she did a, a 180 and just uh, went home. And also, I also had the, it happened to me with a child from a, a woman that I had a brief encounter with without me knowing. So that, that was right there. And, and plus the, plus what's going on right now, which was very controversial. But the one thing, there was also things because I am a father. I have six kids, you know, if you want some, I can pass them. Down. <laughs> um, I'm good with one, man. Thank you for the offer. So it, it, it's about what's going on in school. It's, it's about the curriculum changing. They're, they're not fully going to the reading, writing, and arithmetic. They're focusing more on, you know, grooming and, and, you know, things like that. And it's, it, to me, uh, you know, you have the, the critical race theory, which to me, that's a very controversial topic to talk about as well. But you also have the ones where you're, you want to teach people about their, their side of the birds and the bees at, at a school, which I think truthfully, that should be a parent. That should be a parent's uh, way of talking to a child. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And uh, it's in a mix, and and with the, I actually have a Christian teacher that's willing to do that topic. Yeah. So it's it's something that that's right there. But there are so many topics that I want to, but I'm a little nervous too because you know I'm still new with the podcast. I'm still new well, doing this. Let me say this: you can you can tap where I think you bring a unique perspective to that is that you have two incredibly personal stories. One about you that you had no involvement in the decision of. And the other was about you and you had 50% of the decision-making ability in that, in that decision. And so, you know, Johnny, I, I mean, I, I think you, that that is a brilliant way to tackle a really really not only a hot button topic but a sensitive topic as well i had to ask you this when you think about tackling that have you ever thought about it from the i i, I i'm just I, i'm fascinated by that your mom walks into the clinic and maybe we're fast forwarding a little bit soon but but it's good to go ahead and flesh this out now your mom walks in and then literally 
17, 18, whatever, how old you were years later, you are on the other side of the fence yourself with something totally unplanned. How, how did, how does that make you feel about that topic? Because again, I think people look at it. There are a lot of people that are pro-life or pro-choice that have never been affected by that. If that's a, if that's a, an appropriate way to say it, you know, they're just like, well, this is my opinion, but I've never had it happen to me. Or they say, this is my opinion because something almost happened or things like that. How do you approach it? If I could, if I could be so bold and ask that. Well, to, to actually have it almost happen to you and then turn around and have the, your child, cause it, it did happen and I was not aware of it. And yes, you're right. It is 50% my choice to, for the baby, but it, it's not there. If the lady in question did not, uh, did not tell you about the pregnancy or about what she did until later on after the deed was done. Yeah. Uh, people only want to see what's out in the, the real world and, and they want to see what's going on and all that through the window. But when it comes in something like deep inside, they, they don't feel that they don't feel it. They don't know how it feels to think, Hey, you know, it was like, maybe three minutes of her in that that office was three minutes i could have not even existed to be talking to you today yeah and it gets to a point where you're saying you know you're you're just you're killing babies because of out of convenience you know and that's a lot of words well i'm not grown up enough yet but you were grown up to have sex uh you know, the, the baby, which I'm saying to myself, because it's really hard, um, is that the baby, you don't know what the baby is going to be. And then my mom said, you know what? If I would have aborted you, I would have I been in a deep depression because I got rid of the life and, and of, of a wonderful guy, even though I was a pain in the butt. But. <laughs> well, Johnny, let's think about it from a scriptural perspective for just a minute. I want to go here and, and, you know, forgive me for those of you that may be listening that are non-Christians, things like that. But there is a real biblical perspective here. And the fact of the matter is, is we see times in the scriptures where there were monarchs that wanted to wipe out the seed because if they could kill the young males two and under in, a, in some cases, then they could basically wipe out a generation because now you've taken the ability for those, those kids that when they grow up to reproduce and procreate themselves. So in a sense, you've wiped out a percentage of the population to some degree. And you're exactly right. Your mom's sitting there thinking, if I do this, well, I always wonder what might've been. And thank the Lord that 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 intervening happened internally and, and and it really man I'm sitting here going I don't know if I were in that position and I got a girl pregnant out of wedlock 
man, you know, I know how I was at 17, 18 years old. But I also know, too, being a father and going, man, first time I held my son in my arms, good grief, man. Uh, there was no feeling like it. Besides, let's go here for a quick minute and before we wrap up this part of our podcast is is there something else that you're like man i'm i am really i really want to tackle this because i I love the perspective you bring to that conversation on abortion i think it's going to be powerful man i really do what else is burning on on your mind for the johnny taco show where do you think that the next place you'll go is with either the content or the conversation well, you know, I wanted to get more, I wanted to have people want to buy steel toe boots because I want to step on people's toes because there, there's so many people that are more in tune with listening to what the media says and what, what it is right, but they're not listening to what God said and they're not paying attention to the scripture. You know, to me, the one thing that's been burning in my mind is because I am dealing with that with one of my children is the um the non-binary talks the um the, there's what's the definition of a woman uh the transgender uh, family and i just want to say is i i love people i love everybody you know it's the sin that i hate and and that's what jesus said jesus loves people but he hates the sin and that's what it is and to me, my personal opinion is why would you change what God had made? God is perfect. He made you in his image the way he wanted to make you. Yeah. And when you go and change your sex, it's like you're going up to God and just slapping him in the face, telling yeah. him he's a liar. He doesn't know. He's not perfect. And and I'm dealing with that because my my youngest daughter uh, she wants to say that she's non-binary because she has some of the features of a boy. She's kind of a tomboyish. She's, uh, you know, and she likes to cut her hair short. Uh, but there, there's so many people in the world that, that are just trying to put these thoughts in, in kids' heads. And I've yeah. caught, and I've caught it a hundred times with, with my daughter speaking on these, uh, uh, these chat rooms yeah, where she's thinking, Oh, well maybe I'm that because this person feels that way. And, and I'm, it's getting to a point where a parent, just like you and I, we're, we're at a constant battle of protecting our children and yeah. we know what's right with our children. You know, then you have to deal with the parents that, that feel like they're, cha- they're, uh, and what disgusts me the most is when someone has a, uh, we'll, we'll say a five month old baby. And then she goes, my baby is gay. I don't have an issue. I don't have a problem with gay people. Like I said, I have a couple of gay friends. They know my stance on, uh, my religion and my stance on, on the whole gay agenda stuff and yeah, how it is. You know, I love them. They're my friends. I don't like the way they do. They don't like the, some of the stuff I do. And it's just, you don't go around saying, oh, my, my kid is gay. To me, it, to me, and, and what I've researched and all that, 
it's the parents that did not want their child to be a certain gender so they tried to change it to another gender that that's to me that's what's going through my head and i'm trying to figure it out and i've been doing so much research i've been listening to a lot of uh i've been looking to tiktok and watching some of these people because to me the lunatics are running the asylum now mm-hmm. and and you're you're holding back and i'm sorry you know this is a like a trigger warning you have to do trigger warnings on shows now uh but it that's the way it seems like it's gone now you see people are more focused on dancing on a on a video thing than actually working a real job mm-hmm. uh, so of course there's going to be more influences on uh what uh people on kids watching the show yeah and and again our world is is full of controversy and and again we want to to tackle those things as you just said in a loving christian way and so man i appreciate the way you 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 stand there Find the Johnny Taco Show wherever you get podcasts. My guest, Johnny Engel, joined me on the Intentional Courage Podcast. Johnny, I'm looking forward to more conversation in part two of our podcast, man. Thanks for joining me. All right. Thank you. My thanks, as always, to producer Bryce Sexton and technical advisor Matt Means. And, of course, the ultimate thanks goes to the Lord Jesus Christ, who provides intentional encouragement every day through his word. If you're not subscribed to the Intentional Encourager podcast, hit the subscribe button wherever you get podcasts so you don't miss an exciting episode where you can get encouraged and stay encouraged. And remember, anyone, anywhere, at any time, any place can be an intentional encourager.